Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. This Bible Talk program is pre-recorded and we will not be taking any phone calls. Pastor Moss on Bible Talk, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Moss, following the dynamic, the ever-dynamic brother, uh, Daryl Wood, on Run to Win, what a program, you can't miss a single one, what did he call me, the bishop, well, yeah, well, you can call me that. I'm a pastor. They mean the same thing. <laughs> Don't miss Run to Win. Uh, and when you finish with this program, and after you've got all the knowledge to your brain is just hurting, continue to listen to mine. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Remember, as always, our lines are open for your phone calls. That's right at that number, area code 866 9578, area code 866-423-9578, with any question you have about the Word of God. Uh, Tonight, I would like to uh, take off from a question we had uh, the last time we aired the program dealing with uh, the black Hebrew Israelites. would like to talk about that subject here briefly, uh, and uh, that will be the uh, topic that I will deal with. Of course, any topic that is on your mind, you can talk about. So, but that's where we will be going, all right? And good to be on with all of you. Now, there are some changes uh, that have happened uh, in our ministry uh, because of what the, uh, the, the president and the leaders of our country have told us to do. We're abiding by the, uh, uh, the 10 is too much the social distancing rule, which, by the way, is very reasonable. It's what you've got to do, okay? Uh, regardless of whether it's businesses or churches, we need to comply with this. And so we're doing that. It's strictly biblical. Our ministry continues. However, uh, we had to make some changes in terms of our church attendance. So basically, just to let you know, we're still up and going. Okay, we're up and running. Uh, we still are going to have Sunday service, but it's going to be live streaming. That's right, live streaming. It'll start at 11 a.m., uh, and so all you've got to do is uh, uh, go to our website to find out about it. Uh, we can, you'll see me preaching. 
you'll hear uh, uh, singing coming from our Ministry of Music, so definitely we will be there, and you can live stream it and get it live. We encourage you to do that. Uh, and uh, in order, the three ways to reach it, by the way, there's uh, three ways to uh, get the online viewing. One is www, that's www.strictlybiblical.org, www.strictlybiblical.org, that's one way. Okay. The other is our Strictly Biblical Facebook page, and of course the other one is Strictly Biblical on YouTube, okay? So all of those are ways to uh, plug into that, and you can catch that Sunday service live streaming. And our Monday Night Bible Study is going to continue to go on as well. That will be live streamed also. That's right. Uh, in fact, what happens, what usually happens, I will do the 6 o'clock radio program, as I normally do. Then after that, I used to head to Strictly. Well, I'll be heading there this time, but not to see a crowd of people, but in fact to live stream. I'll have my technical brothers in the house, and we will live stream the Monday night Bible study. So you can see that as well. And that will uh, be uh, shown at 7 p.m., live streamed, I should say, at 7 p.m. And so all you've got to do is go on those same websites I've mentioned, and you can be there. Uh, and also you'll find out all about how to give. And not, that's another thing. Definitely. Uh, uh, we need donations for our ministry to continue. And so there's a lot of ways you can do that, and those will be uh, outlined to you before this program is over. In fact, as I, 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 if I can recall correctly, I think one of our experts, the expert, financial expert we have, well, we have more than one, but uh, Thelma is supposed to give us a call, so we'll get a call from her later and tell us how you can plug in to keep sending donations to support our ministry. All right, so remember our ministry goes on. Sunday service, 11 a.m. on Sundays will be live streamed to you. Uh, also, our Monday night Bible study at 7 p.m. will be live streamed to you. Our Tuesday prophecy class, okay? And uh, uh, the last time we had it, in fact, uh, this last Tuesday, uh, our class has usually been holding about 50 people, but we had over 200 that were viewing the live streaming program. So you can become a part of that crowd. We encourage you to do it. Uh, remember those three online viewing uh, uh, stations I told you, www.strictlybiblical.org, Strictly Biblical Facebook page, and Strictly Biblical on YouTube. All right. All right. And the number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And we're going to talk about the, uh, uh, the black Hebrew Israelites, uh, and uh, what this is all about in terms of the uh, uh, various groups that are there and, and what they say. And I will invite any question that comes from you uh, and uh, willing to deal with any questions you have about this group or, or other groups. Uh, and in dealing with the uh, black Hebrew Israelites, uh, I found some of them to be reasonable uh, and carry on a good you know, conversation with you. I've found, uh, ran into some of them that just want to shout over you. Okay. And I'm not into that shouting game. So, but anyone who wants to have a reasoned discussion, and you don't have to change your view, I'm just sharing mine. Uh, that, uh, in other words, and my view is basically this. It does not matter what color or ethnic group you are of, Jesus Christ isn't concerned about the color of your skin or your background. He is concerned about whether you are trusting in him and confessing him as your Lord and Savior, according to what Scripture says, okay? So, 
that's where we're going. Uh, and I encourage any calls that come from you, and hopefully this will be helpful for you in dealing with them. And remember, if anybody just wants to shout and, and, and put you down and cause a ruckus, that's not a person to talk to. But any intelligent uh, discussion of facts uh, should be acceptable, okay? Uh, so as we begin this discussion, my number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Moss, and also Marcus. Marcus is in that studio doing his job. We work together. We encourage you to call. Let's look, first of all, at uh, uh, some of the different groups that we have within the Hebrew Israelites. But it looks like we've got a caller, so we've got to go to the phone lines. Uh, we have a caller? Angela? Yeah, hi, Patrick. I knew, I knew my daughter would call. How are you doing, Angela? Uh, she called in the hospital yesterday. You, you said what now? I went to the hospital yesterday to Beaumont. Oh, okay. How are you doing? Well, okay. He gave me some steroids. They did a test for the coronavirus, and they gave me a slot my you know, not nose. But I want to know the test is up into like a week or two. But he just told me I had like an upper respiratory um, viral infection. So oh, okay. That. I, I hate to say that that's, that's good news, yeah. but it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, you're talking about the Hebrews, um, black Hebrews. I'm not bad about that conversation up to you before, a couple, I think a month ago or two. But I have I want one more topic I want to discuss too, um, about the Bible. Um, you know, the, how it speaks about lawlessness and the Ten Commandments and all that. You know, I know that in Matthew um, 24, 12, it says, "And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will be will grow old." So that is that saying today with the whole coronavirus. I saw that on the, on the news, uh, Chief Craig and other officers in other states are letting some laws slide by. Like if a person steals something and all this, we'll make a big issue about it. So is this country saying it's okay to break the laws of God, like the Ten Commandments, that does not kill, kill or steal? No, I wouldn't say that. Uh, and I've heard uh, uh, that said. And uh, in fact, I've, uh, I've talked to Chief Craig as well. Uh, it's oh. not about letting criminals go. It's about, uh, in other words, there's some people that they have arrested, uh, that they don't necessarily have to take to jail, okay? Yeah. Uh, they're going to okay. do something, but w what happens is they do not want to bring people who are infected with coronavirus into the jail oh. environment, because you know what would happen. So they're trying to, <laughs> to just do things a little bit differently and uh, not just let people go willy-nilly, so to speak, uh, but to cut yeah. down on the folks that they don't necessarily have to put in jail around other folks. Yeah, but before this virus um, took effect, uh, I know some states like New York and California was doing like a cash, uh, no cash bail. So if you commit a crime, you won't go to you won't well, go to jail. That's a different thing. Oh, that that oh, when New York okay. has been doing that for a while, and it had nothing to do with the coronavirus. Uh, right, they were just uh, you know letting someone go, and they didn't have to. In other words, while the uh, uh, since they didn't have money to pay for bail, New Yorkers, right. some of the more liberal New Yorkers, just let them go. That made no sense. Yeah. What Chief Craig is doing here is quite different from that. But what does what it say about the Bible? And then what the Bible says, Ten Commandments about thus and not steal. If that make that law like kind of laid back, then what would God say well, about well, all that? You know? it was necessarily for, uh, uh, Chief Craig didn't say it was necessarily about stealing. Okay? It's uh -huh. other misdemeanor uh -huh. crimes that are not like stealing, but just vagrants who might be yeah. hanging around where they shouldn't. Uh, they're still yeah. breaking the law but they're just not going to mm -hmm. take them to jail. You know, that's...
of what we we've got. What they did is bad, but it's worse bringing them to jail uh, so that they can yeah. possibly contam- contaminate others with their illness. So they have some penalty, mm-hmm. but you know they're trying to make it to where uh, they don't just uh, because you know we're in trouble now. We got to make sure that all moves we make in terms of putting people with other people uh, is a cautious move. Oh. All right, but any Bible questions you got answered? Well, yeah, um, you were talking about the black Hebrews. I know I discussed it with you uh, a couple months ago. It was like a group called the black Hebrews in New York. I guess there was some issues with them and, and the white Jews. I guess they were attacking them. But my question is, the Egyptians, um, back in the biblical days, had slaves, like Hebrew slaves. So were the Egyptians, were they black, like the black Hebrews? I'm confused about, you know, back in the biblical days, I thought the, the Egyptians were like black Hebrews or migrated from Africa. So, so no, what happened to the I know they Egyptians? weren't like Egypt. Egyptians weren't black Hebrews who, uh, you know, mm-hmm. migrated from Africa. In fact, mm-hmm. you know that the uh, Egyptians were the ones who uh, were in, uh, were enslaving people. Uh, they what? were generous to the Jews at first, but then uh, back in biblical days, they enslaved the Jews as well. Now, in Egypt, uh, Egypt, even though it's a part of Africa, if you look at the history mm-hmm. of Egypt, you'll find that they were like a multiracial kind of people. They were dark-skinned yeah. Egyptians, but also, uh, in fact, you could tell by looking at their murals. Actually, in Lerone Bennett Jr.'s book, Before the Mayflower, uh, he gives this report, that if you look at how they painted themselves in their ancient murals, if we're talking about the Egyptians, uh, mm-hmm. they would color themselves with three colors, yellow, kind of like Asian in complexion, brown, and black. Uh, there were Africans amongst them, uh, but definitely, in, in terms of themselves, the Egyptians are not what we call black or Africans. I asked a uh, Egyptian once, because you know, just to dispel the myth, I kind of knew what he was going to say already. Uh, I talked about Africa. He said, "I'm not African. <laughs> I'm Egyptian." Okay, so we need to to realize yeah. that they are, uh, are not uh, uh, a group that we could call uh, black. They were basically multicultural, and that's what Lerone Bennett Jr., a black author, by the way, says in his book. Yeah. All right. But, but Pastor, do you think most of the people in the Bible were like a color? I suppose when a lot of black people having a debate about that, that were they really white, were they like fair skin, were they really people of color, like black, like Moses? Like what, what color happens is really like people can, yeah. people can yeah. uh, they can debate all they want, and it's fun to debate. But remember mm-hmm. that everything is based on evidence and logic. Now, definitely, there were black Jews. I have no problem with that at all. We know that there were. We know that there were black Jews. Now, Angela, you're supposed to ask the question, how do we know that? Right, how do we know that? <laughs> well, uh, well, the Bible the Bible, does talk right? about, you know, people of color, right, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, definitely Ethiopian means black, okay? And mm-hmm. if we look over mm-hmm. in Numbers chapter 11, verse 12, uh, I'm sorry, chapter 12, Numbers chapter uh, 12, actually, Numbers chapter 12, in verse 1, it says, and Miriam and Aaron, <coughs> yeah, of course, with the brother, Uh, and uh, the sister and brother of Moses. They spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, because he had married an Ethiopian woman. Now, they didn't like him being married to her, not because her skin color was black, but because she wasn't Jewish. Uh, But definitely, God had nothing against it, because once you marry into Judaism, you become a Jew. So right here, we see that, and so therefore... This Ethiopian became uh, a Jew. So definitely, it's not that we're saying that there are no Jews who are black. 
But it's not like that all of those who are black should think upon themselves as Jews. That's where we part company with the black Hebrew Israelites and also over some other issues. But, Angela, thank you for calling now. Okay. All right. Bye, Pastor. All right. I want to thank her for calling. Always my first caller. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hi, I'm Dennis Prager. Last year, I co-starred in a movie with Adam Carolla that warned you, my fellow Americans, about the current attack on free speech and free thought. It began in the universities, and I warned you it would be coming to your neighborhood and your workplace. I had no idea how soon. We now have leaders in media, big tech, the law, business, and government who no longer believe in free speech or the principles of freedom and liberty our founders gave us. If you and your family want to understand what is happening in our world and know how you can fight back to protect the people you love, you must watch No Safe Spaces. I promise you a great movie. I use the word very carefully. Go to nosafespaces.com. Learn the truth so you can defend your family and our country. Go to nosafespaces.com. My listeners use promo code DETROIT for 20% off. That's nosafespaces.com, promo code DETROIT. Pastors, check your calendar. Faith Talk Detroit invites you to tee it up at the 2020 Pastors Masters Golf Outing. Registration is open for this year's tournament, taking place on Monday, September 14th at the West Wind Golf Course in Rochester Hills. There is no charge for the pastors to participate in this four-person scramble, but you need to register in advance. The event includes driving range access and lunch, followed by a prize presentation. Reserve your spot today at faithtalkdetroit.com. Space is limited. Register today.
That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Jamie is on the line. Hello, Jamie. How are you doing? Fine, Pastor Moss. It's me again. <laughs> All right. Good to hear from you. you, you I, I, I miss you, and you definitely miss me. I do so. I very much do so. But I'm I'm trying to stay busy down here, still trying to talk to people about about Jesus Christ as much as I can, especially in these uh, crazy, uncertain days. Well, and uh, and you're a uh, physician's assistant. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, how many? Uh, what's going on there? You're helping a lot of people. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people are coming in and, you know, we're running out of supplies and that kind of thing. It, you know, it, it's pretty scary because it's like, you know, it, you're getting a lot of different information. People think, oh, because I'm young, you know, nothing can happen to me. And it's like, well, no, that's not exactly true. And then, <laughs> he, you know, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. So it's like, you know, it, it's just really, you know, it's kind of an uncertain thing, you know, but we still try to educate people and tell them to, you know, wash their hands, social distancing, um, you know, and try to stay, you know, stay away um, as much as possible. And I'm thinking, well, this is the time to read your Bible, right? But I actually have a question, um, Pastor Moss. Um, I was um, dialoguing with a, a, a fella, and he was trying to tell me that the blood of Jesus doesn't cover all sins, especially those who those that are co- uh, committed willingly. And And so, you know, I'm like, uh, I mean, I can see what he's kind of saying because he's trying to say, well, you know, that means that people can just do whatever they want to. And I'm like, no, that's not exactly what that means. But um, there are passages that say that that Jesus, you know, like unwillful versus willing sins. Like, is there something the Bible makes a differentiation between or no? Well, one thing for sure, uh, uh, we know that God is not going to condemn people with sins who don't know what they're doing, the mentally ill, uh, nor infants. Uh, uh, so therefore, we, we, know, we know that the Bible is very clear that uh, uh, you're, in other words, in fact, uh, there was one scholar who put it this way, uh, in terms of sin, R.C. Sproul, in fact, the late R.C. Sproul, uh, he said there's two categories. Uh, one is uh, vincibility and one is invincibility. In other words, if you're, if you're, uh, if you're invincible, that means if you, uh, if you could know the difference between right and wrong and you chose the wrong, then you're in trouble, okay, because you could, mm-hmm. have, you could have done right. But invincible ignorance is where you don't know the difference between right and wrong. And uh, we okay. know people in that category. I know from my 15 years working on a psych unit, there were people up there that were out of their minds. I mean, they did not know the difference between right and wrong. Uh, they, they just were out of it. Now, that's the gen, not people who are faking mentally illness, but people who are really mentally ill. The other category, of course, would be uh, young children. And we've got uh, the, the Bible who backs us up on that as well. In fact, over in Deuteronomy, uh, we see it even in the Old Testament. In Deuteronomy and in uh, chapter 1, uh, the Bible says this, uh, where you know what happened to the, uh, the older generation who went into the promised land, or tried to go into the promised land, but they didn't trust God, so they didn't make it, right? Uh-huh. Then we've got, over in uh, Deuteronomy, where uh, God talks about this, okay? And uh, then, now we did have some uh, Caleb and Joshua who did what they were supposed to do. So here's what happens. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 38, it says, But Joshua, the son of Nun, 
which stands before thee, he shall go in hither. Talking about he's going to go into the land. Encourage mm-hmm. him, for he shall cause Israel to inherit it. Then, verse 39, here's the verse that we're looking for to help you. Moreover, your little ones, which you said should be a prey, and your children, which in that day had no knowledge between good and evil, okay, that had no knowledge between good and evil, they shall go in thither under them, will I give it, and they shall possess it. So you can see how God works. He was not going to condemn the children. Why? Because they didn't know. They didn't know. Okay. They were you know, they didn't, uh, they were too, diff- too young to know the difference between good and evil. So therefore, God is not going to judge a person uh, for what uh, a person does not know. The Bible is clear about that. Uh, another place, another verse that you could use as well, and remember what I've always told you, uh, when you show them these scriptures, if they have a different view of it, let them tell you what it is, but make sure it's from that scripture, because you know how tricky people like to be. Uh, yeah, exactly. But here over in James chapter 4, verse 17, the same thing. It says in James 4 and 17, Therefore, to him that knows to do good and does it not, to him it is sin. Okay? So the person who knows to do good and doesn't do it, they're going to be charged with what they you know, should have did. But if you don't know, God is not going to be condemning people uh, for what they did not know. And man, you got you just got the verses just running in my mind, Jamie. You, you you're just getting me tired here. But I'm going to give you uh, one more also, which will help you with that. Uh, where uh, Jesus says this, and this it says the same thing. We see the thing. In other words, what you're seeing by the number of scriptures I'm giving you is showing you that this theme runs all through the Bible, no doubt about it. In John chapter five, verse thirty-nine. And Jesus said, For judgment I am come into this world, that they which see not might see, and they which see might be made blind. Then, watch this, verse 40, And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words, and said unto him, Are we blind also? Now listen to what Jesus says. And think of those two terms I gave you, vincibility and invincibility. Verse 41, Jesus said unto them, If you were blind, you should have no sin. (laughs) If you were blind, you should have no sin. But now you say we see, therefore your sin remains. That's it. The Bible is very clear that, uh, you know, you're not going to be judged for something that you could not know to do. So that basically is talking about those people who are willingly committing sins, but they don't know that they're committing sins, that those people will, in a sense, be pardoned because they don't know the difference between right and wrong, right? Is that I had, what you're saying? Uh, I had a guy, a, a mentally ill patient, who was uh, about maybe four foot tall, attack me. I'm a six foot four. He was going to attack me on the psych unit and bring me down. Uh, he had a problem. He didn't know what he was doing. He called me Kunta Kente, uh, some other name. But once he got his medication, he was fine. Okay? God, you mm-hmm. cannot judge a person for something they don't know. And that's very, very okay. clear in all the texts that I've shown you. Okay. 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 So the, the blood of Jesus would cover them. I, I was just, yes, I guess, the, I guess his, his point was, you know, those people who, you know, that are living their lives and doing whatever. I'm like, but again, you can't, those people basically would not, you, you have to look at the fruit. You have to look at how they're living their lives. I mean, everybody, you know, of course, messes up and if makes mistakes. If they're but sinning if and they know it, they're in trouble. But we're yeah, talking about absolutely. sins that you don't know of. You're doing something that, 
uh, you don't know what you're doing. You're mentally ill. You're too young. You're below the age of accountability. That sort of thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we have to realize now there are folks in the church who are there and not saved. We see that over in Second Corinthians thirteen five, the reprobates. So you have people in the church that are just you know uh, they're there. They can sing, girl. Some of them even pray, but they're not believers. Uh, Backsliders <laughs> exactly. can be redeemed, but these folks, there are some, the counterfeit ones, they, they no doubt will not be in heaven. Okay. Thanks again, Pastor Moss, for clearing that up. I'm going to have some new scriptures to show him. All right. Thanks as always. Your calls are always welcome, Jamie. All right. Stay safe. Okay. You too. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss going back to the phone line. Carter, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, hello. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, Pastor Moss. I, I just had a quick question. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, with the Hebrew Israelites, don't they have just as much a right to call themselves Jewish? Because uh, the Jews, they're not able to define their heritage, and it definitely hasn't been recorded since the you know the temple was destroyed. So after all these years that they've been dispersed and intermingled with other people, wouldn't it be hard to still identify a Jewish people? Well, I tell you. Because you are right about the uh, genealogical records, but what happens is that what what they lost was this: they lost their tribal distinctions, but they did not lose their uh, Jewishness, and we know that. Okay, and I'll show you in the Bible. No, you're right; they lost their tribal distinctions. However, I'm sure that Jesus Christ, okay, and God knows how to, and that's what's going to happen as we go into the future, that the specific tribes will be identified, no doubt, because in the book of Revelation, in uh, Revelation chapter 7, we see all the tribes named. But here's to show you that the Jews existed even after they were dispersed throughout the world. I know exactly where you're coming from, because they were conquered by the Babylonians, conquered by others, who spread them all around the world, okay? Now, James, in talking about that, right, he says this, okay. and uh, this is in James uh, and uh, in chapter 1, when he writes, and now, now remember, he's writing to the Jews here. He's writing to the Jews, and he says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Okay. So in other words, uh, even though they lost their tribal distinction, they did not lose their Jewish distinction. That's exactly what he's saying. So yes, okay. the Jews can know their Jews, even though what they don't know, the only thing they don't know is just their tribal status. And that's something that Jews are working on now, and that's something that, because remember in the Bible it says that the Messiah, that's Jesus, is the one who's going to gather them and be over them. So most certainly he knows their tribes. Amen. And, and then you know, with the Jews that are in um, Israel now, with a lot of the persons who um, changed and became Jewish, then, you know, of course, they weren't Jewish to start with, but the intermarriage with them, that would dilute the number of persons who were actually Jewish in the first place. Well, well actually not, because how did, let me ask you this question. 
how did the Jews come into being? Um, through the tribe of Judah? I mean, through Judah? No, no. That's not how they came into being. you got to go way back. To who? Uh, Abraham. Abraham. And Abraham is the one who was the father of the Jewish race. And guess what? He was a Gentile before he became a Jew. The Jews were a group, an ethnic group, created by God. The sign of it oh, oh, was oh. circumcision. Okay? And oh, even okay. Abraham you know, I, in the I, 90s had to get circumcised to be the father of the Jewish nation. Okay? So it's not like a racial group. And that's another problem oh, okay. that people try to say. You really, uh -huh. you really can't identify a, a Jew by his color, necessarily. There were people right. who could become Jews, like the Ethiopian eunuch and others. Uh, we see that. We see the wife of Moses, Ethiopian. She became Jew by marrying into the Jewish line. So we've got to stop thinking. And this is the big problem that we have in our society. Unless you've studied sociology, people have this idea that people of different colors means that they're in different groups. There are Hindus uh, that are darker than Africans, but yet they're right. Caucasians. Because Caucasian doesn't just mean white. There's other characteristics that goes into making a person Caucasian. Okay, so yeah, you are right about one thing: the tribal distinctions. Yeah, they have been lost, but the Jewishness is not. Okay, and that is something that no doubt Jesus Christ is going to identify. That's who James is talking about in uh, in his letter. He's talking about the Jews okay. that were scattered abroad. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it to be able to talk to you about it. Uh, number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Having a lot of fun. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie, a movie that is changing hearts and minds and creating hope. An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. You can't depend on a government school 
to teach you raw history. If you find a very educated black American, someone who got a 4.0 at a public high school, they are actively learning their history wrong. This is the first thoughtful, factual, and historical film about black America. There should be a pride that we have in the fact that this country was built by many great black men and women. I focus on three things. Belief in God, belief in myself, and my belief in the United States of America. Uncle Tom is one of the most important documentaries of our time, starring Larry Elder, Candace Owens, Brandon Tatum, and Herman Cain. Purchase now at UncleTom.com. Use promo code DETROIT for 20% off. UncleTom.com. It's back to school time. So whether your kids will be back at school wearing masks or you're keeping them at home, one thing will stay the same. Back to school is expensive. So let us help. Enter the back-to-school sweepstakes. You could win $2,500 to help pay for school supplies and kids' clothing. Then your school gets an additional $2,500. Go to faithtalkdetroit.com to enter the back-to-school sweepstakes to win $2,500. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Going to go to the phone lines, talk to John. How you doing, John? Hi, Pastor Moss. Yes. How are you? I'm doing okay. great. How are you? All right. Uh, I was listening a minute ago. The lady said about uh, if you don't know if you're sinning, and you won't be judged? Is that how you explain it? No, I said, well, no, not that. A person who is oblivious to what right or wrong is because they have okay. mental illness, like a schizophrenic, psychotic, or a young child below the age of accountability who are ignorant, um, people will only be judged for the sins that they commit and sin means that you've transgressed a law that you know. Okay. All right, got it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Pastor Moss. Okay, clarity, right. You just had to get some clarity. Thank you. That number yes, to call. Thank you. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And I really appreciate that caller because sin is a serious thing. Uh, it's not like you can fake like you're mentally ill, and, you know, and get off. It's not, it's got to be for real. And that is why uh, the late R.C. Sproul, if I can say that, the brothers in heaven now, a great theologian, came up with uh, those two terms, vincible ignorance versus invincible. Uh, if it is invincible, meaning you could not know, uh, God's not going to judge you for something you did not know. But he will judge you for sure for what you did know. And the truth is that, uh, uh, that people sin. And Christians sin, too, okay? Even though there's some who kind of want to say they don't, I don't know where they get that from, because we have a chapter uh, and a book in the Bible that's very clear. James wrote this to the Christian church. He didn't write this to the world. This was written to the Christian church. Thank God it was, because it helps us a lot. Over in James, I mean, I'm sorry, First John chapter 2, First John chapter 2, where now he's writing to the church. This is not him preaching to unbelievers. He's writing to the church here. Uh, 
1 John 2 and 1, My little children, these things write I unto you, that you sin not. That's what he's telling the church. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. He is the propitiation of our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So we have an advocate, okay? Uh, that's good news. That's what we have. says that uh, also in this, over in John chapter, uh, in 1 John chapter 1. It says this, written to the Christian church once again, verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, okay, we lie and do not know the truth. Then, verse 7, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sins. Okay? If we confess our sins, written to the church now, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So it's clear, okay? That's why the Lord's Prayer says what it says, right? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, but forgive us our trespasses. That's in our daily prayer. So if in our daily prayer we ask God to forgive us, then we know that then the Christians can sin too and be forgiven for those sins unless you're uh, uh, a reprobate, which means you're sinning, uh, and you, you know, you're talking about being backslide or backslid, uh, but actually you're just a slider. So, um, uh, you know, where it says God is married to the backslider over in Jeremiah 3, 14, and 15, uh, doesn't apply to you. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. You can call in with any question you have about the Word of God. I am talking about the uh, Hebrew Israelites. And uh, uh, dealing with this, uh, from a standpoint, remember, yes, there are black Jews. There are, there are Jews from almost uh, a lot of different racial categories. And uh, Jews can't be defined biologically, actually, more by culture and religion. Uh, and uh, so definitely there are uh, black Jews uh, and others, some who become Jews. Most of them, of course, are Semitic in origin. Uh, but we need to be clear that uh, the idea that all blacks are Jews and they're blacks that are taking the place of Jews doesn't work. And the bottom line is, in other words, definitely this. Uh, no black person should be told you're a Jew, okay, and you need to be one. That makes you uh, truly related to God, okay? You need to realize you have this special relationship with God uh, because you're a Jew and all this. Uh, that's not what the Bible really says. In fact, when I get in debates, and I've gotten in some with uh, black Hebrew Israelites, and they're in different categories, actually. We'll be talking about that in future programs. But basically, I will tell you this. This is a question I always ask them. This is the color I ask when I get with uh, black Hebrew Israelites who try to, ex to explain to me why I should change and become a black Hebrew Israelite, okay? Why should I do that? Uh, and I always ask them this question. Tell me, if you can, what will I gain at, at, at becoming a black Hebrew, Hebrew Israelite? What will I gain at becoming a black Hebrew Israelite that I don't already have, okay? I'm already saved. I'm already born again. I'm already a Christian. What else, what would I gain by doing that, okay? 
And I'm here to tell you that basically you wouldn't gain anything. The Bible is very clear, okay? Very clear. Galatians 3, 26, 29 is one place uh, where it tells us, because it says, for you are all the children of God. Now, Paul is writing this to all Christians, Christians of whatever color, stripe, background, that's who he's writing it to, okay? He says, Galatians 3, 26, for you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus, not by faith in you being a Hebrew Israelite. Then he says this at verse 27, and, and, and so you, you wait till we get to, the, uh, to 28, but in 27 he says, for as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. That's what salvation is about, putting on Christ, not putting on an ethnic group or putting on a color, calling yourself a black Hebrew Israelite. That's not what it's about, okay? This is what the Bible says, okay? Lastly, verse 29, it is the big one. And if you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heir according to the promise. In other words, you are still spiritually of Abraham's seed. That's all you need. You are pleasing to God. Okay? There's nothing about being a black Hebrew Israelite that can add anything, absolutely anything at all, to your salvation. Not a thing. Okay? Yet we have, it's a part of what I call identity theology, which we see with the Nation of Islam, which I'll be talking about as well on the Bible Talk program. Uh, but definitely, uh, there's nothing about your ethnicity that's going to help you when it comes down to Jesus Christ. It's about what you're believing uh, with your heart and confessing with your mouth. And all over the place in the Bible, this is clear. If we look, for instance, uh, at Ephesians, deals with this as well. Ephesians, in chapter 3, uh, it talks about this. Uh, in fact, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 5. Listen to this one, where it says, uh, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Then verse 6, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promises in Christ by the gospel. Right? Gentiles are all included. Okay? So Gentiles, Jews, as far as God is concerned, all together, all one in his kingdom. We've got to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The Supreme Court has ruled that religious schools have the constitutional right to employ teachers on the basis of their religious beliefs. The 7-2 decision is really important. The decision underlines the fact that religious schools have the right to be religious and to be free from government or legal action based upon their employment decisions when it comes to teachers. The two cases before the court presented hard situations, but the underlying principle was clear. Religious schools have the right to operate on their religious convictions without judicial review. As Justice Samuel Alito wrote for the majority... Quote, judicial review of the way in which religious schools discharge their responsibilities would undermine the independence of religious institutions in a way that the First Amendment does not tolerate, end quote. It's a big win for religious freedom, and this 7-2 decision sends a very loud message indeed. I'm Albert Mueller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss 
host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. More than 2 million people fleeing the Syrian civil war have taken refuge in the tiny country of Lebanon. Walking through their camps, you might be surprised to hear this. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Children from a Muslim culture reciting Bible verses? Yes, in the midst of a critical, unstable situation, God is saving and changing the hearts of these children and their families through Heart for Lebanon. Right now, you can make sure families get emergency supplies and the hope of the gospel they so desperately need. An investment of $116 helps two families for the next 60 days. But with over a 1,000 families on a waiting list, we hope you'll be as generous as you can. Click the Crisis in Lebanon banner at faithtalkdetroit.com or call Triple eight five six two four two four four. That's triple eight five six two forty two forty four. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss once again. Good to be with you, uh, and I hope that you guys uh, uh, support this uh, radio outreach. In fact, Strictly Biblical uh, needs your support now in just every area, especially as we have uh, closed down some of our operations. Uh, still, definitely, uh, our Sunday service, our Monday night Bible study, our Tuesday class on biblical prophecy will be live-streamed. Um, you can, in fact, go on our website, strictlybiblical.org, and find out more about that. And uh, also, uh, if you have any other questions, you can call the, the church during our business hours, Monday through Wednesday, and uh, talk to our, our workers there, and they can tell you about it. But definitely keep us in mind, uh, and definitely we need support from you. Uh, and that is monetary support from uh, all our listeners, and especially from our members of uh, uh, Strictly Biblical. Uh, we, we can't let something like what's happening now stop ministry. It continues, and I, God will bless us if we do the very best we can. I'm going to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, as we continue to look at the uh, the subject of the uh, Hebrew, uh, the black Hebrew Israelites, uh, and uh, looking at this, and where uh, we've just got to get away from this idea that uh, somehow a person's race makes them more closer to God. But uh, we're going to cover a lot of ground, especially as we look at false teachings, which I think is very important to do today. Uh, We're also in the future going to be looking at the nation of Islam 
And you'll see that here's another group where it's all about your skin color, uh, almost the same as the Ku Klux Klan. You have these guys carrying a cross with sheets on and talking about Jesus and hurting people. Wow. Okay. Uh, so racism doesn't have a color. It just has a person behind it, and that person is the devil. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with, with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, Paul continues to come against uh, the whole idea of uh, race being important, or your ethnic group being important, in terms of you being close to God. He really does. Um, he writes in Romans chapter 2 and verse 27, he says, And shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it fulfill the law, judge thee who by the letter in circumcision does transgress the law. Okay? Then verse 28, listen to this. Let this sink in. When you see someone talking about their this group, or, you know, I'm a, I'm a black this, I'm a white this, all of that, where it says in verse 28 here, in Romans chapter 2, verse 28, for he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is there circumcision, which is outward in the flesh, okay? But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. That is what the Bible clearly says about the issue. It's got to be of God. It's not about what ethnic group you are of or anything of that nature, all right? Uh, and people get all into uh, uh, was, what color was Jesus? Was Jesus white? Was he black? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I've viewed some artwork where around the world, believers, uh, if it's a believer in China, they have Jesus looking like an Asian on the cross. If it's in Africa, they have a dark-skinned Jesus there. And in Europe, they've got someone looking Europe on the cross, right? European on the cross. So uh, that's not the thing that really is important. The important thing is believing in Jesus, okay? Uh, in fact, if you think that the color of Jesus matters, maybe this verse may help you. Because I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter what color he is. Okay? Does it? And Jesus is the one who tells us this. I know that there's some preachers who disagree with me, um, and they want to say that uh, uh, even his color was a part of, you know, who he was and this sort of thing. But really, Jesus said something to indicate that that might not be so, right? If we go to John chapter 6, here's what Jesus says. He says, in verse 62, I like to read into verses, as you guys know. Here, John 6, 62. What and if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? Now listen to this. It is the Spirit that quickens. That means gives life. It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Do you hear that? The flesh profits nothing. It does not matter to God what color you are, what ethnic group you come from. It doesn't matter to him. And if you get in a group that is pushing that, then you're losing your way. You are, okay? This is Jesus. It is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. It's his words, what he taught, not his biology. Of course, he comes to the tribe 
of Judah. Good. That's the king and he tried. Uh, a Jewish king will rule, but he's ruling over the whole world, okay? And he's embracing the whole world as one people. We will have distinctions, no doubt, in heaven, but we still will all be one. And no matter what anybody ever tries to do, uh, I can't call myself anything but what the Bible calls me, because I'm just, I'm just a Bible guy. And I don't find anywhere in the Bible where I should be called a black Hebrew Israelite. When I look at the Bible, it seems pretty clear what I should be called. Uh, Louis Farrakhan, and he's not a black Hebrew Israelite, he's an NOI, um, uh, he uh, said that uh, the term Christian wasn't found in the Bible. Well, I don't know what Bible he's reading, because when I turn to my Bible, and I go to 1 Peter, okay, chapter 4, verse 16, it's very clear who we are. Peter writes in verse 15, but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, see that? Christian, that's what I am. I'm not a black Hebrew Israelite. I'm not a member of the nation of Islam. I am a Christian, and it's in the Bible. And that's what I identify with is God's word. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. That's who we are, friends. Okay? That's who we will remain. God bless you. I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to this program. We'll continue to give you updates on what's going on in terms of our ministry. Give us a call at area code uh, 313-933-9270 during our office hours so you can find out more. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ventures. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.